Welcome to More to Come, <laughs> PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, Senior News Editor of Publishers Weekly and Co-Editor of PW Comics World. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. Well, we're still here at New York Comic Con, the, uh, the uh, center of the comic book world, at least for the next two or three days. But we're in a little quieter, more reserved section. We're in the press media, you know, lounge, such as it is. And I am here. I had the pleasure of talking with Jordan Plosky, founder of Comic Blitz, a comic subscription service. Jordan, thank you so much for being on More to Come again. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Always a pleasure to talk to you, man. I'm good to see you again. Uh, yeah, absolutely, uh, the feelings mutual. So um, uh, you have a lovely voice, also. I might add, you, you were you, had, you almost gave us a new singing intro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I hope that that didn't get. Recorded, well, we'll see. So. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out on the other end. I'll ask my producer. But uh, obviously, we'd love to get an update on Comic Splits. It's a comic su- a subscription service, yes. nine ninety nine a month. Am I... Well, you are correct. Yeah. Okay. Currently, yeah. it's nine ninety nine a month. We have an announcement coming out next week that'll be concerning the price points for new customers coming uh-huh. in and, of course, our existing customers on the platform. So okay. So, stay tuned Wednesday. Uh, check out okay. probably any comic outlet for check, news. Yeah. Yeah. Publishersweekly.com slash comics. We'll, have, we'll, we'll make sure we have a story up there when we get the information exactly. from you. But um, but you offer a subscription access. Correct. Uh, you you're dealing mostly with independent comics publishers. Um, yeah, who well, some I, of the I, publishers that yeah, well, this I like to say, you I, So we have a lot of top ten, top twenty yes. type, mm-hmm. type publishers. Uh, top Cal from Image is yeah. one of our publishers. Mm-hmm. We have uh, a huge library from Dynamite and Valiant. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Action Lab, Zenoscope, and Aspen. Cool. Uh, on Wednesday, as part of that uh, press release that will be on uh, PublishersWeekly.com/slash/comics, uh, you'll also. Uh, hear about our latest publisher that's going to be on board the platform. It's another uh, premier cool. quality publisher that cool. e- that everyone knows uh, the publisher and all their content. So we're very excited to have them. Very cool. Um, I think the last story you put up, you had launched a web app, mm-hmm. I think, about... Uh, um uh, yes. Well, just tell us about yeah. so, uh, enough me talking. Let's hear what you have. Sure thing. Bring us so, up to date. Yeah, so over the summer we put out what we call a mobile responsive web reader. And what that means is you can now read comics on your laptop, your desktop. And we're on iOS, but if you don't have an Apple device, if you have a, a Samsung or any other Android device, you can access Comic Blitz through the web browser on that device. We are working on a native Android app as well, so stay tuned for more information about that. Okay, great. Um... Look, this is a this is an interesting space. We've oh, yes. seen some um, subscription people kind of go under and mm-hmm. disappear. Um, uh, I think Comixology has started its own with Comixology Unlimited. I think they their own subscription service. They have, uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Scribd uh, has thousands of comics up. Even in that library space, Hoopla. Yep. Uh, they don't like me to call them a subscription service, but it, interesting. They, it's well, a it, similar kind of thing, except that your tax dollars pay for it. If you nearly, if you have a library card. Yep. You can get a hopeless subscription and you can access a variety of comics for... Yeah, I, mean, know, I, I guess their business yeah. model is not necessarily a subscription model, it's but, not but to the consumer, it's... It would, look, it would appear to be, because in case they're listening, yeah. I understand, we understand the differences, but I'm thinking as a practical matter, I think it's a service we should talk about when we're talking about this. Uh, agreed, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is a place where, for people to go to get content in the same yeah, sort of way that they can with comic books. Absolutely, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, what I, one of the things I'm, I'd love to know, how you're navigating it... Um, sure. Are you making money? Are you are you growing your subscriber base? Yeah, so it's it's 
it, it's very interesting because it's it's never a steady growth. Whenever we have an announcement, whenever there's something that the you know the world of comics reports on, or whenever there's mm -hmm. something uh, that gets talked about, those are the, the periods that we see growth. You know, we do our own we do our own advertising, <laughs> uh -huh. and that's effective. And we have mm -hmm. a wonderful customer acquisition cost. You know, I mean, so yeah. we know that like when people see. It's when people learn about us, they're excited and they come. Mm -hmm. You know, but it, spreading the word is the hardest thing for any business out there. But so, uh, like I said, this release that we have coming out, we're looking to move the needle in a big way. And then, those are the those are the moments that show us how we're doing, mm -hmm. because it's just about getting in front of people. You know, sure. with all these companies that you just mentioned, it's about well, how do we tell people about it, right? right? So once people know, they're going to come check it out. And when you have a reason to reach out like that that's what gets people's interest. So now we have a couple of reasons to yeah. reach out. Um, one of the subscription services, and this was actually not really primarily a comic service oyster. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, sure. some of the people have talked about one of the reasons that there's probably a lot of reasons why they disappeared. One of them was that they perhaps had really high customer acquisition costs mm. as opposed to someone like Scribd, which was a long-running business, a legacy business. Beforehand, before they got into the And had millions yeah. and millions of, of people coming in all the time. Their cost of customer acquisition costs were very low. Sure. Is this a, a challenge to you to bring in new consumers? Is it a high cost? Um, and if so, I mean, how do you get around it? Can you get around it? So as, as far as... Uh like industry standards, right? I mean, you can mm -hmm. research like what it costs for Netflix to get a customer, what, yeah. what it gets, what it, excuse me, what it costs for Spotify to get a customer. Mm -hmm. So as far as all that, we're in a really good position. Mm -hmm. um, when looking at that, yeah, we're we're doing better right now. But yeah, there's things to take into consideration. I don't know how deep of a dive you want to get into, but dive away. <laughs> but, be, but because we're new, we're getting all the people who are interested. Right. You know, Netflix mm -hmm. has 75 million subscribers, so it's a little yeah. harder for them to continue to, to continue grow on that. Mm -hmm. So their cost of acquisition is yeah. a bit higher. So for us, it's it's very hard to see if, well, we're hitting the low-hanging fruit right now, and that's why our customer acquisition cost mm -hmm. is very good for us, but will it go up as, as we grow, or will it kind of maintain, because there's going to be word of mouth, and more and more ambassadors, you, you yeah. know, customers and users talking sure. about us, and, and spreading the word for us that way, so... Hopefully it's the latter. Hopefully we continue to grow with the same customer acquisition costs that we have. That's not been a problem for us. Mm -hmm. And our projections, you know, over the next few years, give us enough of a buffer that we're going to be able to continue to grow uh, sure. in, in a very good way. So where are you guys based again? Uh, well, home office is in Los Angeles, California. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm a native New Yorker, which is why it makes okay. it easy for me to come okay, to this well, show good. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you always return uh, uh, like the salmon, the prodigal son, <laughs> to where you stayed <laughs> yeah. from whence you came. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> do you have a big staff? Is I mean, how you know? Always curious about the overhead. Thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do have we have a small team, mm -hmm. lots of interns. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. comics is a great industry. Like to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you have a business in comics, I mean, there's always people looking to break into comics, you know, people who are passionate Absolutely. about it and willing to, to do the work and, and get that experience so that they could one day, A, either break into the industry, you know, with another sure. company or land a job with us, like when sure. when the internship is over. So The passion that drives people to make comics, to read comics, to publish, to, yep. make, to provide access to it. It, it, it. Even in my job here, I mean, I'm a senior news editor at Publishers Weekly, but really... 
comics was not part of my job description. It's something I had to you make created, into right? it yeah. <laughs> over a period of time. So of course, that's perfectly understandable. This this is a business of passion. Yes, and, very and, much so. And it can kind of make up for some of the other things. Yeah. Um, do you have any data you could share with us? I mean, do you, are your people spending time on there? Oh, uh, yeah. Does that encourage you? Uh, um, well, it's really interesting. I mean, we see that most people sign up for a digital app like ours mm -hmm. on their phone. Mm -hmm, sure. But most reading gets done on tablets. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's information that, that, that's good for us sure. to know. As we go along, I mean, our mm -hmm. first device was the tablet mm -hmm. because we assumed, oh, well, this is where everybody's reading, mm -hmm. which was correct, but we needed people to sign up as yeah, well. So sure. having a phone, having the tablet, that's... It's a good combination, right? But obviously, with the web app too. I mean, obviously, you can yeah. you you may access it one way at one time, but you want to be able to read your content. Correct. So now you know people. However, if you want to slack off at work, go to comicbooks.com <laughs> and just read some comics on your laptop or it desktop. Happens, it happens. <laughs> um, but yes, I mean, people are reading on the web reader. It's you know, it, it's not quite the same as the iOS app. It's not the same as like a native app. But hey, you get mm -hmm. you, you know. You get your mojo out that way as well. Uh, as far as, I mean, like people, are, you know, stay on the app for a long time. People are reading multiple comics every single day. So we have our power users. We have some users who don't read quite as much, but they mm -hmm. still find the value because they're not paying, you know, sure. $3.99 for an individual comic. Um, uh, have you, uh, are you, uh, is the self-publishing explosion uh, does that overlap with you in any way is this a way maybe to add content or and I've asked this to other subscriptions uh, sites is it a way in fact to maybe do your own original a sure. form of original publishing so as far as uh, individual creators if you will sure. right yeah. I mean you yeah. know uh, I don't know how to, how to best put that. Man, what was the word that you just used? Like independent publishing? Or, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. self-publishing, really. Self-publishing. Self self-publishing, right, uh, so that's the word. There's an explosion of this uh, yes. across the board in all kinds of areas now because of technology. Um, we do have plans for something like that mm -hmm. with Comic Blitz. Probably before the end of the year. Uh -huh. So I, I could say that much. And as far as original content, yeah, absolutely. I mean... Mm -hmm. Look, we've known each other for a little while now. Yeah, I think yeah. you could see that, you know, there's not much that stops me from doing what I want to do. I mean, I have big plans for original content, and I want okay. it to be something that is really going to turn people on their head. Like, I don't want it to just be any original sure. content. Yeah, I want it to be something that people are going to be like, holy oh. cow, they got this guy writing, they got this guy drawing. Well, well that's, that's why I'm talking about it in terms of it being an actual a form of publishing, because yeah. there's going to be, I assume there'll be a curatorial well, and editorial filter. It's interesting, right? Because when we started this, like, I mean... Mm. We start as a, as a distributor, essentially. Yeah, yeah, but when essentially. You, mm -hmm. When you start getting into original content, then yes, it, you sort of become a mm -hmm. publisher, and mm -hmm. the outlet is still... Yeah, I don't... Yeah, yeah oh, that's right. fine. That, yeah, that, and the outlet's still the app. <laughs> I'm improvising now, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the outlet's still the app, but... Yes. Then, essentially, if you're creating content, you become a publisher. Exactly. And I've had those thoughts of, like, well, what, what do we call the publishing side? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, there you go. Got to come up with another name, so... So, there you go. And, you know, the other side of that, of course, is that you may be able to be bringing some exclusive content maybe not permanently you know but limited well, exclusivity if, if, we're create, if we're creating it sure you know and and in fact we do have an exclusive contract uh, mm -hmm. with DMC so you know run DMC oh sure yeah yeah so DM his book is up uh, his, his book is exclusive to Comic Blitz we're the exclusive ah. digital distributor so you, if you see DMC at a show or his books are in stores yeah. that's cool but as far as digital we're it for DMC so 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 you, in some ways you are kind of looking at certainly for exclusive content 
of course. He, he like, self-published that book, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's him. It was, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna. I haven't actually read it, but but. You know what? I have to tell you, it's really cool. Yeah, well, he's and, cool, so yeah, that, he's <laughs> that cool. doesn't surprise me. And you know, after hearing interviews with him, like you mm-hmm. can kind of see, like he's just an old school superhero fan. Yeah, you yeah. know, like from back in the day. Sure. And, and this is an old school kind of comic, and it's it's a lot of fun. The artwork's amazing. There's yeah. a ton of variant mm-hmm. covers that we've included in the digital edition for everyone to see. Um, so this is exactly kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know, look, exclu- to bring people to your platform. Absolutely, Ex- but exclusives are a tricky thing, especially mm-hmm. with the larger publishers, yeah, because sure. of their other distribution partners. Sure, those exclusives aren't available to, sure. to anybody, not yeah, just yeah. us, but no, to anybody. Of course. However, doing things like that, you know, with DMC, that's cool. We could we could do that and hopefully tap into that fan base, people who love DMC, you know, or just hip hop, or just love what he's doing with anything else, you mm-hmm. know can come and check it out here because look you know with digital right like not everyone has access to a comic store not everyone lives in a major metropolitan area so digital is the great democratizer of all of that if you will and taking it a step further democratizing it even further is just the value reducing Mm -hmm. the cost for people to get into a very expensive hobby sure (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely and you know check out dmc stuff yeah absolutely well, this is good, uh, Jordan. Look, uh, I think you've got an imaginative, you know, business model. Um, you know, believe me, we're rooting for you. It's a, it's, I, it's I know a you David are, and Goliath situation here. Oh, it absolutely, uh, it absolutely is, man. We got, some, we got some stones, though. <laughs> That's good. There you go. There you go. If you got the right technology, and even if go. it's a little primitive, you know, you, you can go. like knock somebody down. So, uh, all, it's all, true. So, thanks for being on More to Come, and we look forward to talking with you more. And uh, we're going to talk to you at least around Wednesday uh, after this is online. So you have to go online to, to find out what uh, what the announcement is. Yeah, look, my pleasure being on the show. Anyone listening, you can check us out, comicblitz.com. Uh, Facebook and Instagram at comicblitz, and Twitter is comicblitzapp, A-P-P. So thanks, and talk to you soon. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. thanks much, Jordan. Appreciate it. Welcome to More to Come, PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, senior news editor at Publishers Weekly and co-editor of PW Comics World. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comic. Could I? Yeah, not right now. Sorry. Well, one of the reasons uh, we're uh, right now, we're actually recording live from the floor of New York Comic Con. And I, I unfortunately I just had to turn away a young woman who had a question for him. But I have the great fortune to be talking with Kevin Hamrick, director Sales and marketing, Viz Media, I mean the dominant uh, manga publisher, anime distributor in North America. Uh, uh, Kevin, thanks so much for being on More to Come. My pleasure. Well, we've talked many times. I thought I'd get you on the podcast uh, this time. Um, uh, Lots to ask you about. um, uh, Tell you what, first, why don't we start up this for our fans who may not know, maybe you could give them a little background on what Viz Media is. Viz Media is the premier distributor of uh, English language manga and anime uh, from Japan into the English-speaking world. We are owned by three uh, Japanese companies, and we distribute into the English-speaking world in the U.S., the, uh, Canada, U.K., Ireland, South America, South Africa, um, Australia, New Zealand, and now India. And uh, one, one of the other things you do is you, you, you take the gospel of manga around to gigantic shows like this, as well as more focused manga and anime shows. That, that's exactly correct. The, the charter of our company, when it was uh, developed 30 years ago, we are having our 30th anniversary oh, this year, okay. was actually that, to spread 
the gospel of Rondo <laughs> to spread. spread Amen. Th- yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Exactly. Um, that, that's what we were set up to do was right. to spread spread manga worldwide in, in the English language. And yes, we we go to these general shows like San Diego Comic Con and New York Comic Con, but we also do very focused anime and manga shows from really small local shows to these big gargantuan yeah. things worldwide. Where we are, like, and, right now. <laughs> and, 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 yes, 180,000 of our closest friends. Yeah, absolutely. And it gets, <laughs> well, just to paint a picture for you, we're standing out in front of the Viz booth. Uh, scores of people are passing through. From here, I can see the Boom booth, the Diamond booth, um, Archie. <laughs> uh, but... Maybe you could tell them some of the... I mean, the manga fans will know this, obviously, but we were, we want to bring more people into the manga fold, particularly now that manga you know, went through a sort of a... Uh, it went through a market correction, I guess you could call it, you know, around the late 2000s, and we've seemed to pass through that. We're on a growth trend again. I was at the ICB2 meeting, and uh, he gave some belated figures for the manga market, but it was growth. So maybe you could mention some of the big titles, yeah, franchises sure. that, that um, this... Uh, yeah, we, as you said, uh, we, we, we there was a market correction years ago. We are we are back. We're stronger than ever. Uh, we Viz Media had the, its best year ever in, in manga sales last year. Mm-hmm. We are probably going to surpass that again our fiscal year this year. I think in July, I think you told me uh, sales for 2016 were up like six percent, or and, I know it's a mid-year thing. Yeah, well, six but, to eight percent uh-huh. there. Our, our fiscal year starts in April. Yeah, uh, we uh-huh. are now up. About eighteen uh-huh. percent, yeah, over prior and, yeah, year in, in North America. Uh, With the, the holiday season, the coming. UK is up forty-four percent. Well, okay, well, there are our friends across the pond like their manga. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, but yeah, we've got we've got three of the best top five selling manga in the world right now. With Tokyo Ghoul, mm-hmm. One Punch Man, mm-hmm. and Assassination Classroom, and uh-huh. right now yes. the, the author of Assassination Classroom is here. It's here this year. Mm-hmm. It's here this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matsui Sensei, mm-hmm. uh, who is just a re- remarkable guy with a remarkable series of, mm-hmm. of, of, of that those books are incredible. But but uh, more more than that, um, we are riding the Pokemon craze in of a way. Of course, of course. Uh, we have. I have. Did you publish the original? We published manga the, the, the adventures, mm-hmm. uh, the original books. Um, and that's been my life for the past two and a half months. <laughs> Re- reprinting every book that we've got and shipping it worldwide. Uh, um, but it, it's so much fun to see everybody, you know, picking up Pokemon again and rereading it for either the first time, and if not the first time, the second, third, and fourth time, or getting their yes. kids to read it now. Well, it, it's 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 truly you guys are hitting for world domination uh, with that franchise. But but it's just not that. This is an all Nintendo year as well. Yeah. Uh, we on Tuesday, uh, Super Mario Adventures goes on sale, oh, cool. which is mm-hmm. from the pages of Nintendo Power magazine. The book has been out of print since '93. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like the uh, the Link to the Past from Zelda last year, we did, and we are redoing the Zelda books into legendary editions mm-hmm. into five five volumes, uh, you know, edited in the way the, uh, the the writer intended them in the first place to follow the game releases. So it's it's Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo Terrific. this year. Great. <laughs> well, I I want to uh, I want to ask a little bit about digital. I mean, um, that's another aspect of the the manga rebirth that I think has really kind of pushed the category further. Yes, um, and our, and unlike the trade publishers, our our digital sales are actually up this year again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only on our own platforms on Viz Media and Viz Viz apps. But also with our partners like uh, you know Kindle and Comixology, you know, Google Play, uh, and you're in libraries too. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, we, right? We, we launched. We launched on Overdrive the last week of, of June at the ALA convention. 
and we could not be happier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Great. This, is th this is utterly incredible, and, and we only launched with 25 series. Mm -hmm. And we're going to bring out many, many more series and make them available to the awesome. librarian audience as well. And the librarians are just so nice to work with and, and so engaged. And this is a category that many of them are afraid of or That's don't understand. Well, that, yeah, okay, that I can see. Um, they don't and, they, and they want some hand-holding mm -hmm. and some help. Yeah. So we, we are available to the librarians, as is our distributor on the physical side, Simon Schuster, to, to help them figure out what they should carry. Are the librarians wary? I know in some ways independent resources are worried because manga's series seem to be so overwhelming. Is but that a question of space in some cases? On the physical side, yes. And that's why I think the digital yeah. sales are going yeah. up so, so fast. Yeah, of course. That There's no sense. space issue. Yeah. And our pricing structure is probably one of the best cool. uh, that, that anybody's come up with. So cool. It's, cool. it's an easy entry for the librarians. Cool. Excellent. Um, I do want to ask you a little bit about light novels. Are you guys into that? Are you doing publishing of light yes, novels? That seems to be a growing category on the pro side. It, it is, and we're, we're getting into it. We've got four Naruto novels out now, mm -hmm. light novels, with two, three more to come. And we just announced yesterday Tokyo Ghoul Re. Ah, so uh -huh. as after Tokyo Ghoul 14 volumes end, we are going to do the light novels where the, the world ends and picks up after that. Okay. So, yeah, uh, our fans yeah. are asking for it, and we're going to give it to them. Awesome. Well, you know, I, it, it, this has been great, but I am curious uh, to know uh, your thoughts about uh, Anime NYC. Now, this is the new show. You yes. guys are partners. We are, one of, we are one of the sponsors, yes. And this is really exciting for, for manga fans and for comics fans in general. New York hasn't had a, a real focus uh, manga and anime show, I guess, since the, the old Reed show, the New Correct. York Anime Festival. Right. So uh, this is going to launch in 2017, and it'll uh, be here at the Javits Center. It'll be here at the Javits Center, November 2017, two weeks prior to uh, Thanksgiving. We are very happy to be a, a founding sponsor of the show. Um, more details to come from Reed and from all the, all the sponsors uh, probably shortly after the, the new year. Well, I originally heard that it's going to be two halls at the, what's that, the south, the south end? South at least two but halls. Yes. I'm going to tell you right now, that it's, ain't going to be enough. It's not going to be enough. <laughs> I mean, if, so we've got Anime Expo in Los Angeles. Yeah. If, if we can do anything like that, on the East yeah. Coast, it's going to be fantastic. Well, that's where it's going to hit. I mean, for those who do, don't know, I mean, Anime Expo is, has just exploded. It, it's it's really a mega con too yes. now. It's over. It's a hundred thousand fans, isn't it? One hundred and thirty thousand. One hundred thirty thousand. So it's yeah. right there with San Diego and New York as a as what I call them a mega con. Yep. Um, but this is all Asian pop culture, Japanese pop culture. Essentially. As, uh, essentially, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the, yeah. As it is right now, but I think they're going to have to go beyond that because I think they're going to get a lot of interest from other other pop culture sure. sides of, outside of anime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kevin, this is really great. Uh, I'm, a, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm a Kongba independent indie comics fan, but I'm a longtime manga fan too. You are. So, uh, look, thank you so much for being on Morning Come. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, great. Welcome to More to Come. PW Comic World's weekly podcast on comics and graphic novel publishing. I'm Calvin Reed, senior news editor at Publishers Weekly and co-editor of PW Comics World. Check us out online at publishersweekly.com slash comics. We're back on the floor of New York Comic Con, uh, the uh, New York City's annual autumn, you know, uh, crazy uh, <laughs> location 
for all things comics, uh, but I have the really great pleasure to be sitting in the Europe Comics booth with Francois Bouc, um, the, the author of The Magician's Wife, Billy Bud KGB, many, many more works than I'm prepared to announce. Uh, Francois, thank you so much for being on More to Come. <laughs> Um, well, I, what I'd like, he is here. <laughs> uh, I'm also here with, with uh, Nazella Kuriagin, who may do some translating when we need it. Um, you have done so many different kinds of work. Uh, I'm most familiar because they were my introduction, in many ways, to French comics and European comics, uh, the works of uh, Magician's Wife uh, and, and um, Billy Bud KGB uh, that you did with Jerome Turin. Um, but uh, can you tell us a little bit more, our listeners, a little more about your career? Ah, yes. I began my career uh, around uh, forty years ago. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, but uh, I always draw, and uh, but begins to draw uh, comics uh, around around that time, mm -hmm. and uh, I've made at uh, this time. Uh, about uh, 50 books uh, oh, okay. and uh, uh, my first book about uh, New York was uh, Magician Life mm -hmm. Wife excuse. Mm -hmm. and uh, at this moment I've never been in uh, America and oh. uh, I, uh, I try to uh, understand how is America by uh, videos or ah, and, I wanted uh, to ask you this yes yes and when I am working on these uh, comics, uh, I, I observe and uh, study um, New York very precisely uh, by map and uh -huh. uh, also with uh, uh, photographs, mm. with pictures. And uh, I mixed the, the both to understand how was this building, how, mm. it, how is Central Park. And uh, when you are in Central Park, uh, what sort of building you, you can see when you are uh -huh. at this place? Uh, I see, yes. Yeah. Well, I construct my yeah. uh, proper um, uh, New York in my head and by, by this way. So you, you've, you have your own New York. Well, The Magician's Wife is such a, a haunting, surreal story that it's, it's beautiful and tragic, and it's, but it's, your drawings are so gorgeous in it. But there are parts of it. Some of it takes place in Saratoga, uh, which is yeah. upstate New York. Some of it takes place in different places around the world. But but the but uh, some of the most dramatic parts take place in Central Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for, for me, this uh, comics is a realistic comic, but also a fantastic. Yes. And uh, a psychic, uh, uh, psychologic, uh, mm -hmm. and the mix, the the story mixed all this point of view mm -hmm. and uh, I, I, I want to uh, work in that way because for me uh, the, the life is like that uh -huh. uh, in life uh, you have realistic part but also fantastic uh -huh. uh, uh, part and uh, uh, imagination uh, mm. part also and uh, you, we mix the always all the, the same mm -hmm. together. Well, the book, there, there are so many incredible, imaginative illustrations on every page of that book. You, it, it, you can just go over it. But I also, in Billy Bud KGB, which is another haunting 
story. Yeah. You really take on New York there. There is incredible dramatic views yeah. because the character is sort of a steel worker at points. And not only of the uh, the skyscrapers, but obviously of, of uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral, uh, which is the sort of yeah. the ultimate moment in the book. So did you work much the same using photographs? Had you been to New York by Billy um, Budd? At this moment, I'm still, <laughs> I, I'm still um, in uh, New York, but um, for me, New York is uh, a city with uh, vertigo. Uh-huh. Uh, vertigo. Uh, horizontal vertigo and uh, vertical vertigo. Yes. And uh, I, I want to traduct that in, in my uh, in the story. I, I want not to know where are the uh, the real point of view of uh, a space, and the space has to change uh, all, all the time. Sometimes you are uh, on the top, and after you are. Completely on the back in the. Comment dit les égouts? Comment dit les égouts? Un égout, tu sais, un égout. Tu sais, quand on est. We're doing some translating here. On the sidewalks, under the sidewalks. In the subway or the under. Well, so much of Billy Budd is in the underbelly of New York, through the sewers. Yeah, the sewers. Yes, yes. I'm searching the town. Because there are whole sequences where he's on the run from the agents who are chasing him. and But even those, in that gloomy, you know, world of trash, it's beautifully illustrated and the infrastructure uh, <laughs> of the of the of the bowels of New York. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, what are the things? Yeah, I'm getting another question again here. Um, uh, I, what I would both of those books you did with the American novelist. Uh, Jerome Charit. Yeah. How did you meet him, and how did this? Because you've done other works with him yeah. as well. How did uh, you meet him, and how did that team I met him start? In uh, in Paris, because um, uh, Jerome has seen a, a critics of one of his uh, novel mm-hmm. in the magazine where I'm working uh, for, and uh, when he, he sees the magazine and the French uh, comics. Uh, he, he was very fond of that, uh-huh. and he wanted to make one uh, with uh, with uh, a French co- a French maker, and uh, he uh, asked the, the 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 redactor, redactor, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, can I have uh, the possibility to make uh, comics with uh, uh, with me and. Uh-huh. Uh, um, this was in the 80s, right? In the 1980s, when yeah. you met when you first uh, met him. 85, I, I 85? think. Mm-hmm. Uh, 85, and uh, we met together. And uh, at this moment, it, it is very difficult to uh, to um, have relationship with uh, uh, between uh, uh, France and the United States because there. There is no uh, email, uh, no internet. Yeah, I guess no, this is uh, another time, no, <laughs> many years ago. Yes, it's a pre- prehistoric uh, uh. <laughs> time. And uh, at this moment, uh, I have the script of film 
And uh, when I, I need to have uh, uh, instruction of him about the story, and it is uh, so difficult to uh, call him. I have just uh, uh, one time uh, to call him in the in the day. Uh, it is so so difficult. And at this moment, uh, we uh, we accept together that I, I kept the script and make as the best I can. Uh, and uh, the story is a result of that. So you were you had uh, autonomy. You yes you got the script and you yes I. For, Just do what you I, wanted. <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, he he, he finds this uh, very uh, interesting for creation, mm -hmm. and we uh, we we continue in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and when we come to uh, begin Billy uh, Birch Kajibi, uh, we uh, we work in, in that way uh, also. Do you plan to do ever more work with with uh, him? Uh, Would you like to? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I, mm -hmm. I, I like. Uh, I, I've read, <laughs> I've read uh, his books, uh -huh. uh, his novels. Uh, I, I'm very. Uh, uh, I discover uh, a certain manner to uh, to describe New York mm -hmm. and to mm -hmm. uh, uh, to to construct a story, and uh, I, I like. I, I love very much, and uh, I I continue to uh, work with him. Uh, we interrupt um, during uh, 30 years of our collaboration, uh -huh. but we begin three three uh, years ago. We begin to make another one. Okay, oh, yeah. terrific. Yeah, um, I'm. You know, I'm so much more familiar with your with works like Billy Budd and Magician's Wife. They're so serious, but you also do humor yeah. and cartoons. And I also really just discovered um, Su uh, Super Dupont. Yeah. Could you tell us uh, something about the the character? Yes, I, I love very much to make uh, humor because, uh, for me, uh, making comics uh, is a possibility also to uh, have a, a large, uh, large possibility to express and fantastic and realistic, but humoristic also, because. The, uh, the the drawings is a possibility to um, to to make real uh, fantastic uh, mm -hmm. ideas, uh, humoristic ideas, mm -hmm. surrealistic ideas, and uh, I, I want to make that because uh, drawing is very fabulous for that. For me, uh, it is the best uh, uh, writing. The the best writing is drawing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when I I, I, I begin by uh, humoristic uh, stories, and uh, when I begin, uh, I I work for the uh, you, you know Gottlieb. Gottlieb is a mm -hmm. is a French uh, drawer, humoristic drawer, and uh, at this moment, the yeah he is, mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> he, he create this uh, character. And uh, 30, 30 years after, uh, he, he called me and uh, I, I would like to, uh, you to, to make uh, another uh, a story about this character because uh, I think that uh, he, he is a character who needs uh, something like you. Uh, 
Well, he's like a, it's a parody, I would think, of a, of, yeah. a, of American superhero. Yes, yes, yes. And we're here in a conference in, that is all world. about really superheroes, you know, <laughs> though fortunately other things also. Yeah. Um, and uh, for me, it's, uh, it, it is very uh, interesting to uh, create a, super, a, French, a super French superhero. A French superhero, yes. He's very French. Uh, yeah. <laughs> With uh, French possibilities and uh, French uh, super power. Yeah. Power. <laughs> super power. And uh, although to uh, create uh, the humoristic conditions for the story and uh, unrealistic uh, yeah. uh, uh, and try to be the 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 best as possible in, in realistic <laughs> as possible i try to to uh, to find ideas about uh, this type of uh, of uh, meaning i i want to to make something incredible <laughs> okay <laughs> well that's going to be my, that's my next uh, work of yours that i'm going to start reading now so so look i wanted to thank you uh, uh merci uh for giving merci. me some time And, <laughs> and thank you so much for being on More to Come. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah.